Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Cool 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 Down. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. The man's on form tonight. Yeah. That's what happens when you win 5 1, guys. You got energy. Energy levels. I don't know about Wanga Dengue. You see? He lost. So, no energy, guys. You know, it's funny, Claudio. You remember. That recording you had in the beginning where, where, where I say that it's it's me cooling down from stress from the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and here we go. First game in and already. <laughs> well, why uh, do you think we had to change me. the intro? We had to get a new one just for that fact. We're like, we can't put this out there. There's just no ways. And I mean, you're not alone. Look at Nick. Nick's wearing a Feyenoord shirt. He's already jumped. Nick, you know, jumping. Who am I jumping teams? The man's jumped leagues. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I'm sad, man. <laughs> to be winning, to be winning uh, twice in the game at home, seeing our fans again, and then Steve Bruce does what Steve Bruce does, you know? He, Which is flop. Uh, cool. Yeah, exactly that. Choke. Exactly that. Choke. Uh, tactically inept. Uh, the list goes on. <laughs> uh, just going to give a little shout out to Pums, the big man Pums, hey, back Pums. in the house here, guys. Let's, Pums, give, let's, wave. let's wave to the man. Hey, Pums. Welcome, Pums. Welcome back, Pums. Well, how's, how's, how's it going? Uh, he's a Chelsea man, right? We always get this wrong. It's either Arsenal. No, he is Chelsea. a Chelsea. No, he's, he's a Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. He's a Chelsea, Chelsea man. Yeah, he's a Chelsea yeah. guy. Yeah, he's a Chelsea guy. Yeah. So at least he's, he's happy, uh, happier than uh, Wanga Denga. Yeah. <laughs> Who's not happy but... than me? <laughs> or Nick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gents, but this is the first episode back for the new season. We're going to cover the games that happened over the past weekend like we do. We're going to look and discuss the results or look into the games. Uh, there we go. Pum's giving us confirmation there, Chelsea. Also, if you are in the comments, don't be shy. Chat to us. Pum's is always here, so keep him company too. We don't want him to, to be alone, but we're going to talk about the first game. There's a reason I open up with Arsenal because that was the opening game of the season. 100%. Brentford 2, Arsenal 0. Wonga Denga. Speak to us, man. What what happened here? Yo, I think that's what everyone would like to know. Um, even the Arsenal supporters. Uh, you know, I, like even before the game, you had you had this feeling that yes, Brentford could take it, and yes, and them actually taking it was, I think that even felt even worse. Um, I, Brentford wanted it more. I think even um, when I when I heard them speak after it, Ian Wright mentioned that, uh, that the the coach even said that you know he, he told them exactly what they were going to do. Um, and in what he was saying is like you know target. Um, I mean the shake areas like Shaka put pressure on him when he has the ball. And why would he say that? Why, why would he say target Shaka? Because he knows that's a weakness in the team. You know um, there are there are times he makes <laughs> you know careless mistakes. Um, I still struggle to understand why 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 Teta wanted to 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 bring him back in the team so bad when he had a chance to sell him. Um, because you have no, but, because uh, you have no leaders, bro. You have no leaders. Yeah. At least, no senior listen, listen, the one thing with Shaka I'll, I'll give to him, right, is that okay, cool. Maybe for Arsenal, he hasn't always been the best, but at least he does have some leadership qualities, and he is a cap. He was a former captain of the club, and he's the captain of Switzerland, and he is a leader. You don't have any leaders. Take out Shaka, you've got zero. Yep. <laughs> Guys, I, I don't know. I think I so can somehow feel but that at least he's got he's got heart. I would, Shaka, I would, I would give the I would give the armband to Tyranny. The, the stuff that we're doing now, no, I, I, I would give I it. Agree. I would give it. I would give it to Tyranny. Um, you hear the armband on on the day, uh, uh, Celo. Um, and for me, a captain 
he needs to be on top of his game. I, I get there'll be days. I mean, Steven Gerrard also had that time when he slipped. But Chuck, it's too often. Um, I think I did tell you guys that he has the most mistakes <laughs> leading to the leading to goals um, by any player. Um, that, that's Shaka. And there was a time in the game as well. I think we're one nil down. He gets the ball in the big on the big box um, and doesn't he doesn't check behind. Literally, you can see before he gets the ball, he doesn't check behind him. Um, and, and then there's Brentford's plan at work. Everyone starts pressing. There were two men on him. They almost pinched and scored a second one. They would have been through. If it wasn't for Leno, there's another a guy I think who should be at least attempting to lead the team or try to give him the opportunity because um, you can see every mistake that everyone's making at all times. Um, he's got a perfect view from there. Um, but I, I just I can't. Arsenal's intensity was poor. Poor, 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 poor. Brentford, Brent, the way Brentford played... Is what you'd expected from from Arsenal. But, you okay, but yeah, Babonga, let's let's unpack this a little bit. So they lose two 0 You already, we know time and week in week out to talk about Shaka. We know the frailties of the man. But overall, you said now the performance was weak. The attitude was weak. It's so, not something you expect for an opening game of the season. You know, you, you want your team to come out fighting like a Spurs or like a United. Tell me where? How did that go wrong there, especially at Brentford? How did they go wrong? Oh, you saying? Oh, okay. no, but I, I, why, why, why weren't they up for it? What was what missing there? What, what can you put what, it down? What to? happened with Lacazette and Obama Yang? Lacazette and Obama Yang weren't fit. Weirdness. But I, I, I read there was some. There's potentially some controversy about that. Were they? Did they not want to go? Or what's the? Because no, I know I, there's been talk of Obama Yang potentially moving on. Is he yeah, maybe pulling I, I, a Harry Kane under the radar? I don't. I don't know, to be honest with you, Matt. As far as I, the way I saw it was that, that the guys weren't fit to play. Um, I haven't seen anything okay. that, uh, but then, but, that that's, but, that's under, under underhand there. Yes, hello? Um, I was going to say, Rafael says, hello, my friends. Here in Brazil, we think that the European doesn't care for the club uh, World Cup. There are rumors that teams will... Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Sorge, Mr. Sorge, we've got to talk about this. We're going to address this. This is a Premier League show, but I don't, I, they do want to win the Club World Cup. That, that's a fallacy. I think any Premier League club. No, that but does also it's because, it's because a Brazilian club is now representing it, uh, who won the Copa Libertadores. He's speaking about it. When River Plate won, he wasn't, he didn't care. He didn't care about the Argentinian <laughs> clubs um, and Club World Cup. He was like, you know, but now because. Uh, There's a lot in it. Yeah, there we go. I'm trying. I'm trying yeah. to remember which one is it. Is it Internazionale? But yeah, one of the, uh, one of these uh, Brazilian clubs are the ones that won Copa. Now they probably saying, but listen, uh, with back, going back to Arsenal, uh, I'm very surprised that those two players were are they not fit or were they did they better have a bit of an injury? Yeah, that's what I I read. The, the they were injured. That's what I read is that they would not be able to start because they're injured. Um, but I mean, look, Claudio, they want to move out. They want to move them out. Those are two no, players yeah. that no, probably don't want to be yeah. there themselves. They want I to think, move out yeah. one, guys. They can't uh, lose even, both because you lose both guys, then then yeah, you can't might, as well be, might as well be a 14th place team, guys, and fight to for, for number 14. For me, <laughs> I think okay. even listen, even hey, like Boston Runners, five one's giving you confidence. I said, you add your Go ahead, Wong. Look, yeah, I think um, look, Aubameyang. For me, like I, I heard the rumor that <clears throat> that was recently, uh, a couple of hours ago, that uh, apparently Barcelona are willing to give us continue and so for Aubameyang. Um, that's madness. Um, Aubameyang. 
I think for us, he's, he's obviously our goal scorer. If they're going to take a player, I'd say give us continue and take Lacazette. Um, I think it's I think it's a fair swap. Um, and and plus Arsenal really don't not too sure what we're going to be getting because continue hasn't really uh, uh, played as well, you know. So I think we would get the short end of the stick if continue mm-hmm. will really be up to him to perform. Um, but I think looking at the whole performance as a whole, I think if I there were players that the player that out, stood out for me on the day, uh, there would be Tyranny and there was um, um, uh, Smithrow. I don't know if you guys ever, if you guys watched yeah. the game or a bit of it, but Smithrow yeah. was working uh, tirelessly. Um, the the intensity. If if every player had the intensity of Smithrow, I think I think would have stood a chance. Players like Chambers. I don't think it's good enough. <laughs> I, I, look, this is still laughing. <laughs> sorry, Ben. I, I, listen, Ben. Sorry, sorry. I, I, I'm a bit disrespectful to Chambers, guys. But yes. for a guy who was struggling to to get game time, um, was he loaned out to Southampton? I think at some point in time. Yes. Um, and, and he so on. And, and and I feel that a Bellerin and a Cedric are better right backs than yes. Chambers. Why is Chambers playing ahead of Bellerin and, 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 and Cedric? Thank well, you. And That's think, a good question. I, I didn't get to see the game, but I watched like the extended highlights. And I don't know if it was just the version I saw, but it seemed like every time a ball went in, like a, a, a high ball into the Arsenal box, Arsenal didn't know what to do. And I would yeah. have thought that having someone like Chambers in there was maybe because they were aware there was going to be a lot of crosses uh, and he's a little bit, yeah. he is People a little bit bigger, a bit more physical than Bellerin. Yeah. Maybe they... The plan was yeah. to use his height to kind of mitigate that. Yeah. But it, uh, Ben White had a terrible debut. I know no. I defended him, you know, uh, last week a bit. But he, his, his, he, he looked. And it could be a case of they haven't had long enough to bed down the system and stuff. But you would have thought defenders, defenders of that quality, even on their own, would react better to long balls in but, than the way they did. They but you know the what, Matt, They were losing the second ball. They were letting the ball bounce. It was very, very lackluster defending, almost like fearful. Um, yeah, that's, that's exactly what it looked like. Mm. So that's what it was. You, it was boys versus men on the day. That's what it was. The yeah. One club, they were there to bully them, and they got it's... absolutely bullied. But the the thing on on Ben White though, Ben White is used to playing with three at the back. He's used to having two tough guys around him. He's very good on the ball, but can he get stuck in? And now they've thrown him in the back where there's a back four, and now he has to step up. He's not being protected, so to speak. And this is where a player like that gets found out in a physical game. It's all good being pretty. I mean, a John Stones, for example, put John Stones in this Arsenal team, same cut and paste, put him in that side. What happens in the same sort of scenario? Yeah, he would exactly still struggle. The same thing. He would still struggle. Would struggle yeah. But even but I think, you see uh, Pablo Pablo Mari as well. I, I don't know what they what they see in the guy as well. He's on the ball. He's the same. He's, he's nice. He's got nice passes. Let's take the ball, take a touch. He's out. But every time I've seen, well, most of the time I've seen him uh, being attacked. Um, it's uh, I I worry. I worry as Arsenal fans. Wonga, for, where's, for where's, the right where's, Wonga, where's where's uh, where's Gabriel Miguelis? Because because he was in the Olympic team squad, but he didn't play at the Olympics. Was he injured or something? What happened to him? That's what I also don't know. I genuinely don't know. So this just said. I also saw that he was unavailable. I don't know if he was injured or what. I just saw. Nah, he, I think, I think, he didn't answer his phone or what. Something must be something must be wrong <laughs> with him because <laughs> because he didn't play. At the, he didn't play at the at the, at the, at the Olympics. Maybe. Maybe our Brazilian friend can let us know. Rafael, do you know what's wrong with uh, Gabriel Miguelis? I'm, I'm probably even saying it wrong because I've heard it's 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 not said like that. But but uh, Rafael can, but, can 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 help us out there. Just to just to finish off, I don't want to stay too much on the cloud. I also, want to, I don't want to say everything was negative, but again, I said tyranny. Um, 
um, Smith throw. Um, who knows why Saka started on the bench? Uh, Pepe again. He again, like I, I said at the end of last season, he started last season. Uh, he ended off the the, the season, um, I think, on a high. He was getting goals. Uh, not a good start for me for, for for this year. But again, I would have started Saka um, instead of the guy. I think they they are really trying to push. That's the problem with his um, with so, his obviously his price tag. So here's and the thing, okay, con- continue. Just one more, one more. The yeah, yeah. Lukong. I don't know if you guys saw him. I was very very happy with what I saw on on, on Lukonga. Um, I think he's a good good. Uh, first time I watched him play, um, and I'm happy with it. And I think if let's say if if um, who's this uh, Partey is well. Arteta needs he, he, he can't be played for me. Take off Shaka. Let's try something without yeah. him. Get the right players on. Like, get the the get. I mean, if Gabriel's fit, let's get Gabriel. Not play Chambers. Play uh, Cedric. Um, Bellerin's been quiet even on social media as well. So we don't know what's happening with him. Um, lost lost <laughs> post he had. No, he's not even he's, he's not, not even today. bottling. He's not even bottling. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no post today. today. He wants to leave. He's literally said. Oh, he said on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we have. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Um, I think he needs to go. Um, I'm happy with that. We've got Cedric. Maybe we'll find another backup. But Chambers, ooh, ooh, no, 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 not Chambers. Chambers is like lost, lost resort. But but yeah, I think what Jason is asking is a very valid question. I think in the last show we we spoke about um, Liverpool's 12th man. Uh, but I think that Claudia forgot that other teams also have 12th men. Um, so what do you guys well, think of uh, Brentford's, Brentford's fans? I think that galvanised them, guys. Yes. It's the first time in 71 years they've been in the Premier League and that just gave them the energy, you know what I mean? I wish, I'm sure mm-hmm. Nick wishes that um, his, his, his fans could have galvanised his team like that. But but obviously, I think the quality of players and the heart is not there. Like And the coach as well. The quality of coach is not the same as Brentford. Yeah, I was going to say, Nick's problem is they've got the 12th man on the in the stands, but they've got a minus three sitting on the bench in charge of the team. So it's, it's like they still got nine. With nine. Got nine. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, but just to round off here on the Arsenal conversation, they lose this game to Brentford. The next two games are Chelsea, Man City. We did speak about the sacking of other coaches. Realistically speaking, after three games, they could have zero points. That's that's yeah. more than likely. That the probability is quite high with regards to that. What happens if this man doesn't? Because they, if you lose those three games on, in a row, the next game becomes immensely <laughs> important for Arteta and his job. I mean, can we see the guy getting sacked before he reaches his fifth game this season, or do you think Arsenal will keep this guy? I hope they keep him until the Spurs game because I just want to see Wonga's <laughs> hair dyed, and I just think Arteta's the best man to get us that. <laughs> okay. I think I think Denis they'll keep him. He's gonna sell you know, he'll hide behind this project that he's got, you know, you'll 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 sell that to the board and I think the board probably is he the right man? I don't know. But you know, do you do you judge a judge a man three games in? Um obviously you've lost the first one against newly promoted team. Um but then you play against yeah. City and Chelsea. You know it's a little bit. It's 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 quite a tough way to gauge whether or not he is the right man if you are in that board position. But you know he would be he would be you know sort of walking a tight rope because you know obviously you all know like there's no time in football, and yeah. you know the Arsenal fans are fed up. Um, I would also be fed up if I was in their shoes. You know from where they were, you know in the last 15, 20 years to where they are currently. Um, you know, they are a very beatable team, I think, for anybody. 
um, even, <laughs> even, even new. Newcastle. It's a joke, it's true. Unfortunately, yep. unfortunately, there is no time in football these days, but, you know, you do have a couple of new sign-ins, Wonga, and, you know, I think, you know, I'm speaking from a coach's perspective and, and sort of a yeah. process perspective, you would probably give the guy a bit of time to see. You know, you you probably then not really look at the results as much and you see if the process that he's actually trying to get across is actually coming through in the way they play. Um, mm. But that can only work for so long because you can play nice football and, and get processes bedded in. But if you're not getting results, you know, it's, it's a little look, bit a little bit tough. Look, look Nick, I, 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 you see the thing with, with Arteta's process is if it's, if it's what I'm seeing, the honest truth is as a fan, I, I'm worried. Um so if I, I watched I watched You're Man United, worried. I watched You're only worried now. No 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 look, it's I've been worried I mean since last year. I looked I watched Man United, I watched yeah. uh, Liverpool play, um I watched the Tottenham game, I watched uh, uh bit of Newcastle as well. I saw the teams Oaks, as soon as uh, like Austin, as soon as we get in that final third, you want to be passing the ball again back to the other side. If you look at like the when I looked at uh, those obviously the top four teams playing Every time they got to that, that big box, as soon as they got in there, it was maybe one, two, three. Three, if I'll say, uh, is too much even. And the radio is a shot being taken. Son, how many times does Son take shots before he actually scored his goal? He, the times he maybe could have passed, he maybe, he maybe mm. didn't look. But he knew that, yeah. look, as soon as I get in this final thought, I have to use this opportunity. Have to have to get it done. Arsenal are trying to open. It's, it's, it's difficult enough. Teams are able to put numbers at the back. It's going to be difficult for you to score. But Arsenal wait for that. Um, but again, the way we played, I think Burnley, I, I know Burnley are writing it off. Burnley, we play after we play Norwich. After this Man City, it's Norwich and then it's Burnley. I think Burnley, again, if, if we, if we consider goals like this, Burnley is going to be a problem. You think mm. <laughs> they're going to be, they are probably also going to invent, uh, add long throws into their game as well after seeing that goal. Um, they'll try mm. it against us. Yeah. Well, yeah, here's the thing, though. It's exactly to that point. We, we were talking about Bernie getting relegated, but as long as Arsenal on the team, there are points to be had for them. But let's we're going to move on. We're going to move on and circuit. Man United 5, Leeds 1. Nick's been drumming this, or been banging this drum, rather, this whole whole yeah. last season. You know, Leeds are going to get found <laughs> out. Is this them getting found out at Old Trafford with a lot of fans at the stadium there? Silo, you might as well kick us off here. Yeah, I just want to touch on what... what, uh, what um, What's this? Kola uh, just said now about the, 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 you guys see that, right? Wonga, you see that most. Yeah, I, see that. I start, you see that, right? Uh, but yeah. <laughs> it's not um, the most surprising news, let's be it's honest. It's not the most surprising news. I think Bosnia yes. doesn't have money to buy. A player, I don't know. If... So I, I, I don't know what, what, where, where they'll get money to buy anyone. They're trying to, they're even struggling to raise the place. But, but yeah, Old Trafford, uh, I'm happy. Um, it was, a, it was a good day for us. I think, um, I think with, with Leeds, you get that, you know. Uh, Nick has said it, um, you know, too many times that, that Leeds are quite an open team, um, you know, and, and and they are a team where you can score a five um, against them, you know, a 5-1, a 5-4, a 5-2, a 5-3, or lose 4-3 to them. Um, I think um, what, what I like the most about, um, you know, United on the day is the fact that when they got the opportunities uh, up front, they took advantage and scored the goals. You know, sometimes you get the opportunities and you miss your chances, you know. Uh, but I was still not happy with the with the conceding of the goal. Uh, even though it was a great goal, uh, De Gea couldn't do anything. Um, I just want us to have As he hit that, as he hit that ball, he yeah. just ran away. He was class. Exactly. It was, it was class, yeah. you know. I mean, it was great. And it was great away from De Gea. So De Gea, no matter how far he, he, he dived, 
and the ball was just going away from him, and he was just he just couldn't get to it. So so I I feel that it was a great performance. Pogba four assists, Bruno Hattrick, Greenwood, great game. You know what I mean? I think, but we just need to make sure uh, the next game we're playing away Southampton. Let's do all again, Wolves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's going to be a period in October where we play Leicester, Liverpool, Spurs, and City. All those four teams in a row. So we need to make sure these first few games where we've got your... I think we've got a... After Wolves, we've got a, a, a Villa. Um, we also have Everton also in our first six or seven games. So we need to make sure our six, seven, six or seven, first six or seven games we get um, you know maximum points so that when we get to the tough assignments against the top, other top six sides, that we can at least go in there, um, you know, you know, being in a decent, decent position on the log. Uh, I was very, very, very impressed with the speed at which Man United played, especially, you know, from the fullbacks into midfield. And as soon as they identified the space in behind, the, the balls were just moving. Um, and they weren't sort of sort of the opposite to what Wonga was saying, you know, trying to pass a ball in the final third yeah. with no yeah. real direction. But, I mean, they were receiving the ball in deeper areas and, and, and sort of feeding yeah. them. Um, feeding their players in at the right moments, but obviously mm-hmm. it did play into you know Leeds sort of style sort of played into that, and so credit to Man United for taking advantage of it. And uh, listen, touching on Leeds again, like uh, don't get me wrong, I do feel that they are a class side, and what they've done in the last two seasons is is quite incredible, getting promoted and sort of having the season that they had. But I just I question the manager's tactics, like especially when you concede the third and then the fourth. Uh, even the second and the third, you think to yourself, you know, don't you want to shut up shop a little bit here? Because if it's 2-1 mm. or 3-1, you still have a chance, um, especially mm. uh, scoring when they did score. And, I mean, their fullbacks were so high at times, pressing um, incorrectly, I would say, because they were, the, the, I mean, their, their triggers and their moments of pressing wasn't great. And, I mean, the moment when Shaw passed that ball into midfield and, and, and Pogba fed, fed Greenwood in, I was like, wow, that, I mean, that was great. But, I mean, the press on for, for for sure was not on at all, and they were just completely mm. exposed. So, I just say it again with Leeds. You know, I think they've got the uh, all the ingredients to be a great team, but they need to decide and pick their moments when they mm. when they go full throttle and when they mm. can just say, "Listen, a point away from home at Old Trafford is is a decent result, and we can maybe take it." You know, if they sat in a bit deeper and and controlled the game a little bit more, it could have frustrated a Man United and maybe come away with something. But, mm. you know, as soon as you, you, you go gung-ho against good teams like Man United, you are going to get you are going to get hurt. And, and that's exactly what happened. But credit oh, to you guys. I, I was very impressed. I was very impressed with you guys. Yes, Silo, tell me, um, <laughs> do you agree with... Uh, uh, just, what did the Man United fans say about Pogba's uh, performance? Because uh, I just saw the interview. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw Graham Sooners when they <laughs> they asked him. He should have got five assists. Why did he only get four for eighty nine million so, pounds? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's, oh, like, it's like it's like it's like you know he's worth a hundred. He's, he's worth a hundred million pounds. What do you expect? He's supposed to give you forces like flipping yeah. like. Uh, like with, that's the with, only comment he had. And and and, and 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 I'll just touch on that whole discussion that they had there with Gary Neville and Mika Richards. You know, I think mm-hmm. there it is a double. It is a double standard, especially from Gary Neville. Yeah. Gary Neville loves Harry Kane. He yeah. loves Harry Kane, and it seems like they've got a a, a, a certain friendship. Um, yes. that, that they have. Um, so yeah. he doesn't. He never wants to say anything bad. He always kind of caveats it and says. 
oh no, um, Harry Kane's like a model. Not like us, Ocelot. It's not it's, definitely it's a, like us. We think, I a, think we're friends, but you, you will say, talk shit about me in front of everyone. Exactly, <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll talk shit about you. you. I'll tell guys that, hey man, look at Claudia's haircut. Look at that. What's that thing going on in space? I'll say it. I'll say it like so it Gary, is, you know? So Gary Neville and uh, Harry Kane, it's it's the uncut, it's not it's not uncut like it is for us. No, it's no. not uncut at all, man. You know, so, so he says, he says, he, he literally says, um, that Harry Kane's a model professional. He doesn't drink. He trains every mm. day. He's a great. He's a great man. You Saint. know what I mean. And um, but he's going about this the wrong way. Okay, cool. But why did you have to say all the other stuff before you kind of have to then say he's, yeah. he's doing the wrong thing? Whereas a Paul Pogba, Paul Pogba is playing for Man United. He hasn't signed a contract, which is okay to do because your contract ends at a certain point. And he's uh, fulfilling his contract. And at that point in time, he can decide whether he wants to uh, uh, extend his contract or not. You know what I mean? But Harry Kane didn't show up and, and, and came back late from holiday and all of that stuff. You mm. know what I mean? So I think I think that that, that whole conversation, just to kind of show like a, a, a pundit like a Graham Sooners, mm. just doesn't like Pogba. First of all, he plays for his biggest rival. And I don't know if he doesn't, I don't know if he doesn't understand Pogba as a person or I don't know. No, I truly hate him. I don't know what it is, but I think it's hate. <laughs> I think a lot of people. I think. I think, look, I think a lot of people haven't appreciated what Pogba's been doing while his whole time at United. I mean, yeah. on the weekend he got four assists, but the truth is he's been playing passes like that. He's been creating chances like that his whole time. Um, he has the occasional bad game. Every player does. And the problem is, he, if, if he has a little off moment, it gets amplified, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is what you get with Paul Pogba. He wants out. He's disruptive." Da 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 da. But the truth is, he's a solid player, and he's consistently one of the best, if not the best player United have. And I think that it's it's weekends like this, when it all comes off, when people actually finish the chances he creates, that then people are forced to kind of admit their bias. They just don't like the yeah. dude. And, and that's what it yeah. is. And, and I think... How many, and, and, how many sides in the top the, the top four in England, or the top four across the, the major five leagues, how many of them would take Pogba in a heartbeat? I, mm. I don't see many of those sides turning him down. Mm. Look at the and, biggest and sides so, across just, Europe now. They'd all take him. And, and the, the, I just want to say the last thing, uh, uh, what's this, uh, Claudio, is that, you know, also people forget that Pogba has played under different managers at Man United and different positions. Pogba's mm. not just played striker at Man United, you know what I mean, if he was a striker. He's played as a six deeper. He's played as a yeah. 10 when he had yeah. um, when he was in the team of the season. Because it was a season where, where Pogba was in the Premier League team of the season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Word is Wonga, Wonga's cold. He's, he's hoping to get warmth from the, it's the team. Cold. Yeah, but we're not getting any warmth. No, 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 we're still, we're, we're yeah. still trying to get his beanie sponsored. We're still waiting for yeah, those sponsors to get his beanie sponsored. Yeah, trying to get his beanie sponsored. So it is cold. He's had different managers at Man United. And I think the thing is that obviously that he's had to play different roles. You know, different things have been expected of him. Also, Mourinho was saying bad things about him, you know. So you don't feel... Loved as a, as a player as well, you know, they had a fallout. And then when Solskjaer came in, he started playing very well again, you know, type of thing. But it's because the manager changed, you know what I mean? And Pogba, I think at the end of the day, one one of his biggest uh, goals at Man United as well is that he wants to win a Premier League or a Champions League. He wants to win something, you know. Pogba's never won a Champions League. He wants to win a Champions League. That's what he wants. He wants to win it. And he wants to be in a position, he wants to be in a team that can win. But previously, yeah. Man United didn't have the correct team to support him and to... So are you guys, he was now, he was celebrating. So, 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 he was, so, so, he was yeah. celebrating. He was celebrating copying Bruno's celebration. Pogba, yes. like 
was very so, happy. So, you know, so this is what, but this is, I think this is a nail on the head. And I think this is where the com- the criticism gets amplified because he seems, we all know he's a player that shows up when he feels like showing up. And maybe to a certain extent with these other things that are happening, him playing in different positions, him not feeling the players around him are good enough, the contract talks, all these things kind of influence his performance. So maybe to a certain extent, him having a player like Bruno now, suddenly, you know, the man is banging. All of a sudden we're seeing a different Pogba. Maybe the signings that they've made and with the fact that categorically we know now he's not going to PSG Maybe these are psychological pillars, so to speak, in his game that have been the huge turning point for him that we saw this performance. Now, I think the biggest question for United and for any title, possible title challenge, is how do they keep this Pogba going regardless of what happens? And that, that's, for me, is going to be the difference for, between the 100 million. We know, Matt, you've commented he does this, he does this. But can he do this consistently? And I, for me, I was blown away by the performance. I was like, shit, this is finally the Pogba that I want to be seeing. So can he do it? I think... I think there's, at United, there's a bigger question than just Pogba. I think what we're seeing here is an evolution of the entire side. Remember, we used to talk about Ole not being ready for this, whatever. And we've seen him grow massively. His decision-making mid-game has improved vastly. And I think, Celo, you can attest to that. He used to lament his ability to change the game. And that's clearly improved. Not that he really needed to this weekend. But his, as a manager, he's gotten better. He clearly knows how to use Pogba better now. Pogba's got better players around him. The whole squad has kind of aged and evolved. You look at the maturity players like Rashford have started displaying over the last year or so. And I think that all of that culminating together is really kind of a a perfect storm for United. There's still question marks over certain things. Like you said, can Pogba maintain his consistency? Is Ole going to have a brain fart halfway through the season? Are they going to find a spot for for Donny? There's a whole load of things. There are questions about the side, but I would say they're looking a lot stronger now than they were this time last season. And I think that bodes well for players like Pogba who do need to be surrounded with talent. You know, the ability he can put his head up and look around there's Fernandez there's Sancho there's Greenwood who's just such a phenomenal that that natural finishing that he's got it's yeah. that's that stuff you can't mm-hmm. teach you know he just mm-hmm. he's got it in spades and now that they're finding a way to to unleash him a little bit I think it, it's the the rest of the league should be a little bit scared yeah I'll tell you what I didn't like about United was that they looked entertaining and for me, that's, I'm going to be honest, but that's, that's a worry from my perspective. That's a worry because if they're playing like that, that means they're enjoying themselves. And if the players are enjoying themselves, they're going to they're gonna be threatening. And that's, mm. for me, they looked just menacing every time they were going forward. And obviously, I mean, maybe we, we're getting too excited because it was against a side that doesn't exactly like to close shop like Nick says. So maybe it was just them really exploiting the fact. But nonetheless, I didn't like that fact. No, the, the, big, um, the, bigger test, the bigger test will come. Will come. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger test will come. Look, we've got no Chelsea representative. Pums, you are on the line, so maybe you can give us some insightful comments. But from a Chelsea perspective, 3-0 Crystal Palace. A lot of us did say that Crystal Palace were our favorites to get relegated, especially with Patrick Vieira and young players, etc., etc. But should we be surprised by this result? 3-0 Chelsea. Mm. Nah. Nah. Right, moving on then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't. I, I personally didn't watch a game, but I mean, if you had told me three 0 before before kickoff, um, I probably would have taken it. Um, you know, a new manager mm-hmm. in the shape of Vieira. You know, sort of finding his feet. You know, he's had a sort of up and down managerial career so far already. Um, and Chelsea coming off the Super Cup win, the Champions League win, and the abundance of talent that they have in their squad. Um, you know, I would have. I would have probably. You know, said you were you were telling me the truth if that was the scoreline before before kickoff. And what was quite um, what's 
quite interesting is that they didn't even have their their star man Lukaku. Um, mm. Mm. And, and no, that's, they're saving I mean, him for Arsenal. They scored three goals. No, they <laughs> scored three goals. And and what if you think about it? You know, we spoke about it. I think all of us agreed, except for Mosa. You know, he is Lukaku will probably score anywhere above 15 goals this season, at yeah, least, uh, you know, in the Premier League. So you add, I mean, they're scoring three goals without him. You know, you add his goals to it. You know, they definitely are a contender at the, at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, they will, like, uh, you know, Man United, like Arsenal, will get tougher tests um, throughout the season. You know, Arsenal should be a test for them, Um I think the games this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, Sunday, so yeah. So yeah. so they, that that you would think is a probably a tougher test, uh, London derby. Um, but yeah. Uh, also one that suits. Well, we're not suits sure. Teta. But no, no. But let's be. <laughs> we saying all these things about Arsenal, but this sort of game does suit Teta. No, the does. expectations it, a lot less. Sits deeper. Same thing as Spurs. Same thing as Spurs. Same thing as Spurs. Why Um, Spurs the Tumansity? I think Arsenal can do that to Chelsea because at the end of the day, guys, is that the Premier League has shown if you just have some bit of quality, you can actually win a game. So, you know, if you've got a team, you know, Leeds have some quality in them. That's why they can actually win. You know what I mean? Um, Newcastle don't win because Jonathan's not quality. You know what I mean? So we just need some quality in, in, in your team. And that's the question, is that Wonga will Lacazette... Okay, but obviously now we can't go back to you. But, you know, yeah. if you have Lacazette and Obama Yang uh, in the side, that's a bit of quality. Your Smith Rose and your Sakas, that's the quality that you need. And, you know, I think, yeah, you guys I can... I think what's, what's interesting I think also with the Tuchel's situation is he's he's got a, an abundance of talent. And we've spoken about that. You know, it's Tammy Abraham yeah. going to, to Roma yeah. and... Now you've got Kurt Zuma. It looks like uh, Spurs are interested. You know he's he's shaping the the squad, molding the squad as per uh, looks like as to what he wants. And yeah. you know you you can't tell me Kurt Zuma and Tammy Abraham are, are, are poor poor players. You know, um, it just shows you how much how much depth they have. Um, and yeah. you know I, I do think they will they will be challenging. I don't think. I saw Dylan uh, Patterson say it's a two-horse race. I think Chelsea definitely are going to be in with the mix. Uh, in in yeah. with the mix, uh, Claudio. Um, I saw mm, that comment think... was directed at you. Yeah, it was definitely directed at me. But Chelsea, I think that if, if I mean what Nick is saying, I mean Kante wasn't playing, Lukaku wasn't playing, Ziyech wasn't playing. Uh, yeah, Zuma. Harvard came off of the bench. Um, Chilwell didn't, uh, yeah, didn't get to play. They've got a, a decent, I would say, in... in Thiago Silva wasn't decent, playing. Yeah, Thiago Silva wasn't playing. Um, yeah, I mean, they've got depth. Uh, for me, the only thing that I, I found concerning, I don't know if it, it picked up, but I, I left the game, like, I think after 35 minutes. Pulisic didn't look, he did score, but I, I just Please. don't know about large, I, I, I large part of the it. game. I, tweet, I tweeted you, it, I asked, lost. When, when are we going to have a conversation about Pulisic? Yeah, he looks good. I told my cousin the biggest like, disappointment because I I value I think this player is Big such a huge talent and for some yes, reason I he's do, just not in the ground. I do think I'll go back I'll go back I'll go back to the point where if, if he had gone to you guys are going to bash me for this but I'm not going to gone to Liverpool. <laughs> no, but I'm being serious though. Bet, bet, you guys know a young player to hear this guy. But let's, let's, Why don't we be, just let's let's destroy the whole league structure? Just give Liverpool fam- England shirts and you guys can fix football But a young player. The family club. Where would you guys want the a young player? The family club would have sorted him out. The family club. Of course. 
Chelsea, you can't clever. come and grow. You can't come and learn. You're seeing that you need to hit the ground running at Chelsea. That that's that's the thing. That part is very true. That part is very yeah, true, Claudio. That part can, is valid. Can, it's not a club that's just cut that shoes. and say tick, yes. Yeah. But he didn't just have to go to Liverpool. He could have could have gone to quite a few other sides who I mean, Liverpool would have been a great yeah. option, you know. That's he could have said, said Manchester United. Yeah, yeah because Bruce Bruce is very average players, like. <laughs> so if you yeah. give him another, like, under- a decent talent, he'll value him, I guess. <laughs> oh, so uh, no, yeah, he's un- you know he's underperforming. That's all. He's definitely underperforming. Um, and, and, and that's what's worrying. Yeah, that's the thing. If, if you're only playing every now and then, how are you gonna? It's it's very difficult. A player like Pulisic, you know, you you you. You want to give him a good run in the side, and Chelsea just—they've got too much depth to be able to waste time waiting for you someone to find yeah. their feet. Yeah, They're going to churn it out and bring someone that. in, and, and that's a joy. Good example, yeah. another one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's uh, it, it is a tough place to to nurture youth. Which Claudio, sign him up, man. Sign him up, man. Yeah, Which bring one? him to Dude. the family club. You guys Hudson need signing. Hudson Odoi. Yes, yes. I think Arsenal need Hudson Odoi. I would take Pulisic. I'll take Pulisic. <laughs> we need we need a miracle, Oaks. <laughs> we need more than we need prayers and everything else. <laughs> look at what look at what Warren is saying. Else. Look at what but Warren is saying. Can, Warren could be right, but maybe it wasn't meant to be private. Maybe like they started it, and Arteta was like, "I'll invite a few other people to share some ideas." And when they saw the invite from his Arteta, like Pep and Nuno Espirito, all those guys were like, "No, thank you." Like <laughs> delete. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just just him and Vieira together. Like, so what are we gonna do this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> before we before we move on from the Chelsea game, guys, I, I do. I mean, they are serious title contenders, aren't they? They they have yeah, to yes. get something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we're not okay. I think that's unanimous. We might as well move on there. They're, no, I mean, it, you can't yeah. be a Champions League winner and not be. You know, I think. People, yeah, I think, like, I think people forget I mean, to be that. Fair, Liverpool won the Champions League long ago. We were never in the same sort of stratosphere as a title league challenge. No, I'm, yeah, saying, but I'm not you, saying recent. I'm saying you, 2005. No, no, I'm just no, no. saying. So you're saying the fact that there weren't loads yeah. and loads of Liverpool fans Fair saying enough. this year is our year. You're saying that was I imagine. No, but year. I'm saying I'm saying now, <laughs> retrospectively, regardless of what they were saying, I was like, if you yeah. look at a, if you look at winning the Champions League, you don't necessarily have to have a side that's going to win the challenge for the title. Yeah, you you got to be good tournament. I think you got to be a good tournament team. I, I do think you have to challenge. I think I think you come off the back of that, and even back then, even when Liverpool won it back in the day, even then people expected them to challenge for the title. And I think it's the same with City. We're not. Jimmy Chowdhury, left back. Yeah, but Claudio, if you, I mean, if Harry you look Kool at was always injured. Yeah, but if you look oh. at when you beat Spurs recently, what? you hadn't won the champion. You hadn't won the league yet, and mm. I think you were slotted no, we into hadn't. that classic. But but that you was geared up for a whole bunch of other things. I, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. Chelsea now yeah, yeah, they've no. got great cro- squad depth, but just because they won the Champions League doesn't necessarily mean they're going to go on and win the title. But right now, yeah, but, when you're looking yeah. at the players, yeah, anyway. I think we all agree. Yeah, we're arguing about semantics. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about no semantics. I mean, two teams. No, 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 no. Why are we going to? We jump into Sunday here. Yeah, we jump. Should be. We jump uh, into Sunday. Yeah, it's supposed to be Liverpool. Supposed to be Liverpool. What's up? Yeah, Liverpool. 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 Yeah. Opened up here, yeah. like Liverpool. What's up? We see you, Edmund. We see you, Edmund. We see you, Edmund. Yeah, it's Liverpool first, bro. You got jump, jump days. You got jump days with me, brother. You know, sometimes I just think, you know. I can't always introduce myself. So thank you. That was a great introduction. Let's there talk are, about a great game. There, are other, yeah, there, let's, there let's. are other shows, other shows that aren't uncut where people on the show would be like, let's not drop him in it. Let him, we'll get, we'll fix this later. And then afterwards, we'll talk about it. All of us, as soon as he makes a mistake, we're like, Claudio, come on, man. 
Come on, let's go right there. Come on. Yeah, we, we, we make sure we make sure we remind the When you give too many guys admin rights, this is what happens. They can see exactly <laughs> behind, <laughs> behind screen. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one on here who's not an admin yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Wonga isn't either. I don't know where Wonga is. Uh, okay, there so we go. What's, what's, no, I've got it. I've got like the fixtures here. I've got the fixtures here, and I have to even choose another day to see Newcastle. Not even here. There's Liverpool oh, at the bottom, right. so and I'm been, like, what's going yeah, on? So it's, yeah, he's looking at Saturday's fixtures, and he's like, yeah, Newcastle is Saturday. Still, next week, <laughs> like, next hey. week, you're gonna go onto the the Streamyard website, and he's gonna change. He would have changed the password, and we're gonna <laughs> the password. That's true. He's not gonna allow us in. So yeah, tell us uh, about Liverpool. Tell us about Liverpool, Claudio. Why was this a good start to the season? Thank you, thank you. Well, it was interesting because obviously we started Jota up front. We didn't have Bobby Firmino. You guys know the whole rhetoric behind Bobby. And it got to the point last season, obviously not his greatest season. Do they look for another striker? Don't they look for another striker? That's the sort of conversation that's happening. We played Jota up front. We weren't particularly good at first half at all. Norwich had all the possession, did super, super well. Um, but... We were a bit of a Spurs on the weekend in terms of every time we went forward, we were efficient. And I think that was the difference. The midfield three was also very different. We had Keita, Chamberlain, and Milner. So oh, no Hendo. So yeah, so very different yeah. setup. Different dynamics. No yeah. Tiago. Yeah, yeah, so we, we weren't controlling the midfield at all. That, that, there was nothing there in terms of getting the ball and playing out. So we were reliant on a bit of the counterattacks. But at the end of the day, Jota, again, who didn't have a particular, particularly good day following the form of you know, the Euros, but he still netted one. And I think that's the difference between a player like Jota and a player like Bobby. So we go, well, cool. We're not playing really well, but we're winning 1-0, and that's, that's what you need in a big side, right? Second half kicks off, exactly the same thing sort of starts playing out. Jota starts coming into the game, but then the changes come, Fabinho and Firmino. And suddenly, Liverpool start buzzing. It's actually ridiculous. That's when you start going, you're like, wait a minute, all this, this stuff about Bobby, you realize what a player he is, because now all of a sudden, Mane is looking menacing. Salah is looking menacing. Also, this is a lot of years playing together. But the way he brought them in, and obviously Fabinho being able to pick passes, and that was the difference. Um, I know Pims is talking about Alisson's double save. Another good example, Alisson wasn't in the game at all. And suddenly, there's two saves he pulls within the six-yard box. Huge, huge moment in the game. I don't necessarily think it would have impacted the result, but it would have put us under pressure. And again, that's that's the difference in the side. Otherwise, not much to talk about. From I think it was like it was a good was, routine sort of performance. The first goal, Jota's goal, was Salah passing to him, or was that? Uh, I'm not passing. Terrible touch. Terrible, Terrible touch. touch. Yeah, I thought it was. So no, Salah doesn't pass, guys. Like he could have, he could have. <laughs> no, he did. Of, he did. He did in the second half. Yeah. He tried to pass to Mane. Uh, he shot. He should have scored. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that was. Oh, I couldn't believe. It. I was like, wow, Salah can actually pass the ball to Mane. I was like, wow, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's a changed man. But I was like, oh my god. <laughs> The scoreline is three 0 That's why he passes three 0 Yeah. But even then, you know, last season you wouldn't, um, you wouldn't have done that. And that's why I was pissed off. I was like, Salah, bro, we we like the fact that you don't pass. You know, that's fine. We we we've come to terms with that. Obviously, Mane is uh, they trying to mend a relationship there. But yeah, but he's. I do think we need to talk about his goal though, because I know there was talk afterwards about the touch that he has, and if Messi does it, you know, it's Messi-esque. People lose their shit. But his touch to set himself up there is ridiculous. I don't know. You guys saw that off the corner. Salah's goal. I, I see. I saw a Salah is. Goal. I saw. Yeah. I didn't see anything mad about it. 
Did I miss something? It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. No, no, no. Explain it again. Are you sure? Are you sure you heard them say messy esque, or did they just say messy, like as in untidy? Untidy. Yeah, guys. Uh, Actually, fuck this shit. I'm leaving. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's time to pick up the show, man. It's time, man. Uh, we don't catch a break here, man. It's time, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, but, no, but listen, Claudio, it was a great goal. I even tweeted that, no, man. Uh, sweet, it was, sweet strike from Salah, you know, it was a great goal. Look, the strike, was, the strike wasn't was, top corner by any means. It was the pace yeah. that beats the goalkeeper, but it's the touch that sets him up off yeah. immediately. It's come off from the top. He's taken touch with the outside of his foot. He's so left foot dependent. He's managed to gear up his whole body and take the touch with the left foot to make sure he's struck. And that for me was like, yeah, that was quality. And not many other me, players are doing Claudio, that. do you feel that you had to get out of sort of second or third gear to win that game? Or was it, do you feel it was quite comfortable? No, it was, it was very comfortable. Yeah. Very, very comfortable. The one thing that did stand out for me was Cantwell. There were like rumors of him previously being linked with, with Liverpool. And Cantwell, for me, I like him. Of, sure. Yeah, in terms of the energy he showed and the, the quality on the ball for me, that, that was a player where I was going, wow. I actually I see why people talk about him. I also like the fact that he ran. He gave the ball away on the edge of Liverpool's box. And he ran after it. Yeah, and he, he tracked all the way back into their own box and he landed up fouling. Um, Jota just to redeem himself, and I was like, "That's a player you can work with." So I don't yeah, know. Arsenal should it. probably be looking at him, be a cheaper Ox. alternative than Madison. Yeah, Ox is. Yeah, they, they don't know. They don't know about cheap Arsenal. How was how was Ox for you? Tough time for the guy. I mean, this 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 is also the other thing is, they give Cater and Chamberlain opening Premier League day. Let's go see. We don't have all our sentiments. Yeah, this is a huge opportunity for both of them. Cater got the longest into the game. Chamberlain struggled to get into the game. He wasn't doing much. He was pressing. It's tough when that's not your, your bread and butter. When you want to be a creative player who makes runs in the final third, and now you've been asked to do a job, press high up yeah. the path, be creative, that's not his role. And I don't think, I think, sadly, this is probably going to be the last season we see, well, it's not sadly for me, but for the guys that do like Chamberlain, it's going to be the last time we see him in Liverpool's shirt. This is going to be the season, in my opinion. I think Keita, it's going to be tough. If he can stay fit, he'll be a good squad player. Because when, um, what's his, when Hendo and Thiago come in, it's going to be interesting. And he's gone. Interesting Isn't Keto gone this, um, this uh, coming? This... Hmm? Wonga? Good chat. Good chat, Wonga. <laughs> Wonga? Wonga? You froze a bit there, hey? Sometimes Wonga he says something that's so controversial the internet's like, Wonga? I'm a broadcaster. <laughs> you, 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 you. Wonga, you, you, you froze, man. Yeah, he's, he's struggling. He's struggling. But I think, um, I think we might as well move on to the next one. Yeah, and to then... Newcastle now. Now we can move to Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday. One game. The, the, the minus Sunday. three on the bench there. Yeah. Minus three on the bench. I mean, it wasn't all bad there, Nick. Am I frozen now? Oh, no, 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 no. One goes freaking me out here. This man's like <laughs> freezing, not freezing. Um, but yeah, just to to summarize, to summarize, guys, I was, oh, I was buzzing. Eh? Five minutes in, you know, we flipped. <laughs> <laughs> even even Arsenal. Okay, Warren. Um, <laughs> nice one, Warren. 
No, I was, uh, <laughs> listen, I was pleasantly surprised, you know, that the sort of first half was, was exciting. I think I spoke about this before, you know, having your, our fit best players on the field, you know, we've got a chance against, against, I wouldn't say anyone, but we've got a chance, you know, we've, we've got an attacking threat and unfortunately our Achilles heel has been sort of the back line and, you know, how we manage games. And I, and, and I, when I use the term managing the game, I, I speak quite, I was quite disappointed with, with how we, we sort of finished off the game because we were 2-1 up at halftime in the driving seat, you know, scored two good goals um, and then just threw it away. We didn't show up in the second half. Yeah. And, uh, you know, positives, say maximum, absolutely sent Declan wow. Rice for a couple of hot dogs. You um, <laughs> <laughs> don't know whether to turn left or right. Um, and Dude, Wilson charming. with a, a proper English striker's finish there with a the head, front post. That's what the Geordies love. A number nine scoring with the head, you know, getting between two centre-backs. And you know yep. what? I can't say that we didn't deserve to to lose because based on the second half performance, uh, West Ham were far better. And we kept letting them back into the game. Um, I don't think the penalty was a penalty. I think... Uh, Not a shocking call, that. That was um, shocking. I, I don't know completely. Yeah, he kicks the ball completely and they did the check. But, you know, on the if I look at the full performance, you know, um, we didn't deserve it. I was also disappointed with the, the penalty. The keeper saves it uh, on his debut. He's come through our academy, so he did quite well, Freddie Woodman. Um, but no one's no one's uh, following up. Following up. No yeah, one's following yeah. up. You know, he's yeah. that's why he was so livid. So, unfortunately, when they scored the, the third and the fourth, we didn't look like we were going to score. We hit the post um, at one point, I think, when it was two, when we were 2-1 up. Um, and I thought, Yo, if we can go 3-1 up, you know, maybe we've got a good chance. But then, you know, we were 4-2 down for I think 20 minutes and we made changes uh, we made uh, the last two changes with five minutes to go or six minutes to go and I just th think to myself you know you're at home well, you're at a full stadium you know you're making your changes with six minutes seven seven minutes to go you know you've got no chance of coming back here um, and I just feel you know game management and then potentially trying to um, you know change the game was was not there unfortunately Saying so, maximum, yeah. though. Same, I mean, is there not a worry that this player can just decide, you know what, first game of the season, not much long to go in the window. Screw this, I want out. Yeah, yeah. If I'm any team, to be honest with you, in the top six uh, in the Premier League or even abroad, you know, I, I would go steal him. I do think the market now, we would probably inflate his price to what he is actually worth. But I think the only concern for any team would be his injury record. Um, mm. You know, he does like to run at players and his contact injuries are, are quite high in a season because he's running, he's getting kicked. Um, he's very explosive. So he, he tends to pull the odd, you know, hamstring here and there. So I think that would be the only sort of, um, uh, you know, something that would, would, would uh, make clubs shy away from signing him. But, you know, I look at an Arsenal, I look at a, I look at even the Spurs. I think he could fit into a Spurs side, um, no problem. You know, yeah. um, because yeah, he's he, fighting, he's yeah. and 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 sort of uh, attacking threat. Uh, but you're right, Claudio. It is something I'm concerned about. I think the sort of takeover would have would have probably helped us not. Uh, you know, put away the fears of losing him. But what was quite interesting, he was quite vocal when Willock signed. Um, he tweeted him uh individually 
sort of saying, I can't wait to play with you along those lines. Love you, bro. All those sorts of nice yeah. things you want to hear as a Newcastle fan. So I think you add Willock to that midfield. And then we've got a great attacking threat if we can keep everyone fit. But unfortunately, they're back at the back. It's Sign. Not- we've got... Full Jones, so full Jones that the, yeah. he just played. He played. He played. <laughs> no, but he did a lot. We need an improvement. We need an improvement. He played 20 minutes today uh, in a behind closed doors game for Man United, guys. <laughs> I think Stevie Bruce will do well with him in the in the centre back. Come on, take nah, him. I'll take that. That's it. That lighty that you have to Nzebe or whatever. Yeah, we we give him to Aston Villa. We give him to Aston Villa. Yeah, we will take him. I would have taken him. I don't know why our centre back. Captain Lascelles was on the bench, um, although he's also he can have mad moments himself. So, yeah, I, d- I don't know. I think if we could, we could maybe get another centre half in the in the by the end of the transfer window, that would be great. But I doubt it. Um, but all in all, not terrible. But you know, you score two goals, you think you will at least come away with a point. You shouldn't lose the game. Sillo's uh, busy inspecting his earphones while he's talking there. He's already lost interest. He says, take Paul Jones. You say no. He's like, okay, let me check my earphones. Next conversation, please. Thanks. That's what's happening. <laughs> no, man. No, man. I, 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 listen, listen. I think, I think uh, I'm trying to think who they can sign as a centre-back um, on loan, for instance. Um, it's very tough in the Premier League where, where, where there's not much options. Uh, would, would you take a, a David Luiz? Uh, I've always liked David Luiz, but he's got moments of madness. We need to just concede less goals. We can obviously score goals, but if we if we concede in four, we destined for relegation. If that if that's a, the the continuous trend, you know. So, I think we will be fine in terms of sort of scoring, um, but yeah. we need to try to shut the shop at the back. Okay, yeah. uh, we meant to talk about the next game, but we got a good question here. What happens to Longstaff, Nick? Future Michael uh, Carrick yeah, from Ricky. S- Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce happened. He was unbelievable under Rafa. He was one of our best players. I think Man United were linked with him. I think there was a £25 yeah. million pound offer, and I think we had rejected it uh, two seasons ago. And he's just not He's not featured. I don't know if they've had a fallout. It's a bit strange because they're both Geordies, so you'd think they would get along. Um, but him and his brother have been completely sidelined. Um, there's talk that Rafa actually wants him at Everton. Um and I don't, oh, wow. listen, I wouldn't blame him because, you know, he ha- had a manager in Rafa who, who got the best out of him. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he just hasn't clicked with, with, with Bruce. And, you know, I would tend to side with Longstaff in that situation because you all know what I think about Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. Spurs, Man City. This is the big game. The big game of the weekend. The big game. But also, what is it? Between the Arsenal results and this one, which one is more shocking? I think with no Kane, with no Kane, like I, yeah, I since, honestly since, thought since Spurs were Spurs Spurs yeah. be in a position where you know if they Spurs come away with a draw, they would they would take it. If they lost two one, you know they would also take it. Probably not bad to lose two one against City, um, but to win it, you know, Maddie, you must be buzzing, mate. Oh, hugely. I mean, especially you know, talk about shocking results when you, when you look at the lineup we put out there. You know, you guys know how I feel when I see Sanchez and Dyer next to each other in the back. It's always a little <laughs> bit. You know, you just wonder. Um, and and when we the, the 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 first sort of period, the first sort of fifteen minutes out of the game, we looked like it was going to be a long day at the office. Um, there was a lot of nerves there. Um, Oliver Skip, um, his first start in the Premier League, I think it was, and he there was a couple of moments where he had some some you know he lunged in at Grealish on the, on, on gave away that foul just outside the box. I think there was a couple of moments where you just thought 
but this is this just doesn't look like our day. And the team really grew into it. Um, in fairness to Sanchez and Dyer, they had a phenomenal performance. The pair of them were yeah. really everything that they do well. They did on Sunday, and, and none of their mistakes were there. Um, they were, you know, Sanchez tackling was inch perfect every single time he was on his man. No one had any space to operate. Tanganga had a huge performance. He kept Sterling quiet. He had Grealish and Sterling to deal with, and he was just always in the right place. He was just sure. making good decisions. He was being, finding finding the right position to be in. Um, it was just a really fantastic performance all round. Um, obviously, it took that moment of brilliance from Son to finally score. As Wonga said, there was a few opportunities. There was a few shots. It's not like a, it wasn't a smash and grab. There was a couple of really good opportunities for Spurs to score goals. Mm-hmm. Bergvine had a fantastic game. Lucas Moura was making awesome runs, really kind of stretching sure. the defence. I think... Also, it must be said, we were very lucky to play City. In hindsight, it, we're actually very lucky to play City the first weekend of the season. True. Look at City's yeah. lineup. Um, Cancelo is not up to standard for what City expect um, from a defender. Nathan Ake didn't have a great game. Um, I've seen him before. When he was still he's at Bournemouth, not up to standard. Him. Well, yeah, when he was at Bournemouth, he was a solid defender. You saw he was a lot of potential there. He hasn't seemed to kick on at City. Um, and there was a couple of Mendy. moments there where you saw his... Mendy had a very rough game. Guys, Zinchenko is such a better player. I don't know why they didn't start Zinchenko. Because, there, was, there, was some very question, there was some very poor performances from City players. Fernandinho even, his decision-making was weird. There was a couple of opportunities where he had the ball and you thought on another day he would have made a better choice. There was a couple, there was what I think two instances I can remember where he took a shot that was just sort of, there was nowhere on and he's not the player to take it. Um, but... Um, that said, Spurs took advantage of what was in front of them. They can only play the team that's there, um, and they they pulled it off. The performance was was really good. Skip grew into the game massively. Skip and Hoiberg in the middle. I mean, you guys know how I feel about Hoiberg. I think he just gives everything every game. He goes out there like yeah. it's a battle. Um, pair of them really. Viking. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And and Skip yeah. also once he got over that early nerves, he had some. He was also making really good interventions, getting in the way, kind of breaking up the midfield play. Um, and I think it was just. All in a really solid performance from Spurs. I do think City will play better than that. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to, you know, knee-jerk reaction. Say we're going to win the league. I think there's a lot of football to be played. There'll be better versions of City that are going to come out um, during the course of the seasons, and Spurs will have tougher opposition. I, I think the 12th man did make a difference. I think it was a very, very good, good noise coming from the crowd. They really got behind the side, and it was a good day. Yeah, well played. Matt, what I want to ask you, and I'm looking at the performance, you've mentioned Lucas, fantastic performance. Look, it's hard to point out a Spurs player that didn't have a good game on the day. I think they were all punching above their weight. They all did super, super well. But, but, and I think maybe the frustration from the Spurs side has been the consistency of a player like Lucas. And now suddenly you've got this Portuguese-speaking manager. I know you had Mourinho in the past, but very defensive sort of setup. You've got Mm. those managers kind of unleash the man, and then you've got Son, who you can see mentally seems like he's the player going, give me the ball. I'm the big yeah. man here with the absence of Kane. And then you've got yeah. other players. You've mentioned Hoiberg. You've got real leaders there. So for me, mm. like how influential was it that Kane actually wasn't on the pitch there? Because was it like a case that the team actually had to get together and say, listen, we, we can do this. We can do this. And now that they're So look, it, it also bears mentioning that Spurs have got form for beating City at home. You know, City haven't yet scored a goal yeah. at Spurs' new stadium. Yeah, um, we've beat them every time they've come there. Um, and Son has scored, I think it's now four consecutive home games against City in all competitions. And and it's been Son who's done it. He's scored six goals over four games or something. He's got the BMT. Um, yeah, so it's, I think... The, there's a lot of there's you know opinions both sides of it. it. We would we have won if Kane was on? Would we have been overly dependent on him doing stuff? 
I think that's a possibility. I still think over the course of a season, Spurs are going to be better with Kane in the side than out. Yeah. Um, but on Sunday, we didn't you, we didn't seem to suffer for him not being there. Um, the the team did pull together. I think it's shown there's and Spurs have always had a good like squad togetherness type of culture. You d- you don't often see Spurs kind of not pulling hard, even when there's a rough game and we're not playing well. We're not the squad often. Individual players are trying their best. And I don't think we ever, you know, I think unlike maybe we're fortunate, unlike other clubs, we don't often walk off at the end of the game and look at a particular player and think he didn't even have, he wasn't even trying. You know, that mm. we usually see that all the players are doing their best. I am keen to see Lucas have a, have a better run in the side this season. I think we, we play better when we've got players like him and Bergwijn running and, and making space, pulling defenders out of position, giving players like Son room to manoeuvre. And I want to see Bergwijn get some more goals as well because I think he deserves it. He gets in the right position more. He's just got to find that finishing touch. And I think once he does, he's going to blow up. I think what's quite nice with this new yeah. manager, sorry, Claudio, is that, that you know, he's in, in his first game, he's already found a solution to beat probably arguably the best team in the league um, without your best player. So, you know, he's, he's got different solutions. Then obviously, you know, I'm I'm almost certain he's got a game plan that will involve uh, Harry Kane if he is to stay. Um, But the fact that you have this sort of um, dynamic sort of way about you um, being able to, to adapt to different scenarios is maybe quite refreshing for you guys. Whereas when you had Mourinho, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a pro Mourinho uh, sort of person, but I do think, you know, he's probably a little bit more pragmatic than, than what this Nuno is offering. Yeah. And I think it's also, you can tell in also the way the players are expressing themselves. I and mean, we haven't even mentioned Ali, but he was, he was, uh, I still think he's a mm. bit short of, of his best. Um, but you saw on Sunday, he was, clearly feeling a bit more freedom he was he was looking for passes that he definitely wouldn't have looked for under Mourinho there was mm. a forward kind of forward motion about the side and Ali was a fantastic example of that he was pressing when we were when it got towards the end he was he was still chasing down every ball it was he, he ran yeah. I think he, he racked up the most kilometers of every player any player on the field on the day mm. which is obviously a big indicator of a change of mood for him um, and he was also just making these clever little passes he's got such good vision that's what we've always said about Ali is that he's such a clever player he does stuff and sees stuff that nobody else would um, and I think if and, and we saw it pre-season I watched uh, quite a few of the friendlies and it was clear that there was a different way about the the Spurs side and and Nuno's come there with an, an intent to play more offensive football to kind of get back to where we are. And against City, there was certain counter-attacking movements there that were just, they, they reminded me of po- the Poch era. You know, the, the players just knew exactly where to go. They would The ball would turn, they would all turn, they ran exactly where they needed to be. It wasn't like under Mourinho where it was just two players going for it. Yeah. The, the, whole, the whole side realised we're now on the offensive and they all ran to where they needed to be. They created space. Lucas pulling players out of position, Ali yeah, getting into the, like, you know, the, that into the pocket and just being available for for the out ball and I think it was just a a fantastic it was an awesome game Um, it was very tense Uh, you know you you always get that feeling that City are going to find a goal somewhere um, the the you know they find they finally brought on their striker in, in Gabriel Jesus and he, he still didn't really he he didn't I, I think City were a little bit off it I do like I said I think City are going to play much better than they did on Sunday over the course of the season um, I still I still think they're favourites for the league but um, we were we we you can only play what what's there and, and what's in front of you, yeah. perfectly yeah. Vince, uh, Cole was asking a good question here, saying if Harry, if Man City don't sign Harry Kane or any top class number nine, I don't think they'll win the league. Is this a valid assumption considering how they, they, they won strikers anyway? 
they won it last season and, and Aguero barely featured. Yeah, but, I, I don't now, think... it's, but, but let's take into consideration Chelsea have gone out and got in a striker. You've got Man United have, have bolted up. I mean, they are looking really threatening. And if you look at it, Man City, you're playing, yes, it's first game of the season. They're playing a Spurs and they really, I mean, in that game, that 90 minute game, if we're being 100% honest with ourselves, they didn't test Loris. They didn't test Spurs. There was one it was save like the Champions made. League, it was like the Champions League one. final where they really didn't threaten Chelsea. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it, was, it happens, it happens yeah. to, to, to City where, for some reason, right, they don't get that clear cut opportunity where you feel like, wow, what a great save by the goalkeeper. Like, you know, like maybe let's say mm. the goalkeeper's mm. the man of the match. So it's not like Loris was the man of the match. Or, or Mendy was the man match in the in the Champions League final. It's just for yeah. some reason, and also I think Grealish coming in is also going to take a bit of time to gel because Grealish also doesn't play quickly. He likes to drag and take time and as yeah. uh, on the ball a bit, which helped because then uh, Spurs knew how they were going to play. Whereas City yeah. still trying to figure out how they're going to be gelling. Listen, seven games into last season, seven, eight games, I remember being on the show. I think you'll, we can go back and look at the, yeah. the, that show. And we were speaking about Pep potentially getting the sack um, yeah. because they didn't have a great start. Um, and I, I, I tend to agree with Matt. You, you know, to write them off because they might not have a strike and they've really proven that they can do it. You know, they've got this Ferran Torres that's also coming towards the end of last season, banging in some goals. You know, Pep will have a plan. People have a plan with or without the top striker that we talk of. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they'll be there and thereabouts. Um, whether or not it will, uh, you know, Claudio's right, you know, the, the, the gap might be closing with the signings that Man United and Chelsea are, are making. Um, and, and, and obviously Liverpool always there fighting. Um, but they will be in the mix right towards the end of the season and, and more than likely at least to the last day of the season. No, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I think I, th- I also agree. I think Man City, definitely. I think Pep has shown it. Um, there was a time where at Barcelona, um, he has says Fabregas playing as a false nine. You know what I mean? I think, mm-hmm. I think he's shown in his time, wherever he's managed, that he can make uh, do with the tools that he has. You know, especially yeah. if the other components are very strong, which he does have very strong components. You know, the fact that De Bruyne didn't start also helped because he added something different when he came on. And I think... Yeah. And I think him being on the field would would have been a different uh, ball game, but obviously he wasn't fit to uh, play uh, 90 minutes. So I think definitely City are still the favourites because you can never uh, count out uh, uh, the, the 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 defending champions. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah. but but I think that number nine will get them the treble, for instance. You know what I mean? I I, I feel. Yeah, I think I think there's there's obviously you know. Like I said, City had they were a weakened side. I think you got De Bruyne to come back to full full fitness. Um, Diaz wasn't was on his own very much there. I think he was really the only defender who was really doing his job properly. And I think that's all of that stuff will contribute to them being stronger next week than they were this week and stronger again the following week. And also, as you said, Grealish will find his feet. He'll he'll contribute more. I still think I think this is a fantastic result for Spurs, but I don't think it's indicative of of some sort of massive shift in power. I'm not saying, I don't think that we're looking at now City dropping to eighth and Spurs winning the league. I think there's a, <laughs> there's a, there's still a lot of football to be played. Um, and, and Pep knows that he's more experienced than anybody else, any other manager in the league at the moment in terms of 
how long a season is. And like you said, this time last season, we were writing City off. And yeah. I mean, last season was a complete mess. How many sides topped the table at some point or another? Everton, um, and then Spurs. City yeah, exactly. And then uh, I think this season will be different. I think see, this season will be different. We'll see a traditional kind of title race where there'll be the three sides, United, City, Chelsea, kind of all tussling it out. And between the three of them, they'll share top of the log until probably the final week. Um, and I think that's that's where... But um, on its own, as, as a game, it was a huge result for Spurs. And it showed a resilience that we hadn't shown for some time. I think that was really yeah. good to, to see yeah. too. That's true. And a, a huge, brilliant start for Nuno. And one, the one, one thing I liked about him playing Tanganga, I know there was a question here, Pumza asking what happened to Oria. But if you've got to consider yeah. Oria or Doherty, both those two, they were never actually going to be considered for this tactical approach in this the in how they set up for the game. And I think Tanganga was, he was phenomenal on the day. Especially, I mean, Matt, I told you before, that he wasn't just marking uh, Grealish. He also had Sterling on the left. Those yeah, two players yeah. obviously doubled up with Hoiberg, but what a performance. So, Credit to Nuno. Yeah. It looks promising. It actually looks Pochettino sort of. He's got mm. a Pochettino sort of vibe to him, Nuno, in terms of what we're seeing, in terms of how he's approached with this the Spurs squad. Um, but on that note, guys, we're coming to the end of the show. So let's hear those final thoughts. We start off with Matt, seeing as it is a Spurs uh, final chapter. Celo, Nick, and then Wonga. I'm just glad to have it back. Glad to have the sounds, the proper sounds back. I'm glad to. I'm, I'm glad it's. I'm glad it started with a win as well. I'm so glad I don't support <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad the Premier League is back. Uh, and just to answer Carla's question there around um, if City get Kane, will Man United get um, Haaland? I think it'll be very tough to get Haaland. Um, I think that it's not a certainty. Um, there's already rumors of Bayern will be going for him as well. Um, and definitely all the other big sides will definitely go for him as well. So I think uh, Man United do have a good chance because of his relationship with uh, Solskjaer. Uh, but that alone didn't get him to move from Salzburg to Man United. So I feel that uh, we're all within a chance. But also, I think as well, if we can also have good contract talks with Rariola and Pogba, that could also influence um, that decision. You know I mean? Because if because he's the agent of Haaland as well. So let's see what happens. But uh, it'll be a tough one. Yeah, I think from my, from my side, uh, it's, it's back to the usual. Um, more than likely, Nick is coming on to the show because uh, he needs to speak about Newcastle losing. So that that's that's <laughs> back in action. Um, so so yeah, no, it's it's good to good to obviously, as Matt said, have the Premier League back. Uh, just to say, Matt, I actually had a couple of mates that went to the game. And they were sending me videos. It was incredible to oh, watch man. and sort of the 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 noise. And uh, I agree with you. Obviously, watching my game, um, you know, hearing the Geordies sing their hearts out, even though we're losing four two. You know, it's that that's why we love football. Um, yeah, and true. yeah, you know what's what's nice to see is that football is getting back to a sense of normality. And yeah, it's going to be exciting. I think there's different stories within this Premier League that 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 we can unwrap uh, throughout the season. And I'm excited to do it. Yeah, I think <clears throat> yeah, looking at the positives um, with Arsenal as well. I think <laughs> looking at from Brentford's <laughs> from Brentford's point of view, um, oh, okay, okay. Uh, that that is that is the Premier League. I mean, Leicester did it; they came in there and they mm -hmm. won it. Uh, Brentford can come in there, um, and, and and they they can also compete with any other team. Um, um, if they, and I mean, Brentford, like they said, but the question is, will Brentford be able to do that every game? Um, but yeah, they did it on the day and they beat Arsenal. 
Um, and my final, my final, final thought is uh, tyranny for captain and Leno advice. Hey. <laughs> I actually think that's a good shot. Um, just to answer Pum's question over there, should we have a deadline day show? Uh, we're definitely going to do that. I think that'll be an F off the press sort of moment. We'll see what comes in and what goes out. And, and, and you know, in Arsenal's case, I think at least three players will come in. Whether or not they're of caliber that they need, that's something else. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much my final thoughts. I look forward to seeing one on the Thursday. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and obviously tell your and friends. Yeah, and, and yeah, guys, uh, we 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 got oh. our shirts. We got shirts, yes. guys. Uh, you know, Goal Lounge TV, you know, uh, I got mine uh, through the, you know, I went to get a collection, family, family club. club, family club, you know me, come on, but, uh, yeah, go, go on the website, Goal Lounge TV. Yeah, Selo's right, go to the website, you can get the shirts there, and Bob's your uncle, be part of the club, join us, be part of the family club, who doesn't want to be part of the family club, I don't know, exactly, yeah, all right, everybody, if you don't know what to be, be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool.